Welcome to Adlib and D, where a group of amateur role-playing enthusiasts running a weekly live stream D&D 5e game with a twist. The viewing public get to vote on a large group of random concepts before the episode takes place. Once tallied, the DM will select five of the ten most popular and tailor the episodes of the game against the chosen idea. Anything can happen, no episode will be the same. You can find where to vote on Discord on the Filthy Pig Discord server. Okay. So, to uh, fill in on what's happened since um, last time, the uh, intrepid group of uh, four adventurers uh, have um, found out the uh, culprit who uh, took Feldisha York, the uh, very popular and um, quite uh, convoluted uh, star performer for the Tinkers, and they have um, followed the trail of breadcrumbs to... Um, a place called uh, Eldritch Hills, which is to the south of Medanio. Now, unfortunately, the culprit of um, the uh, abduction of Feldisha uh, was brutally disintegrated as some energy, pool, uh, energy balls appeared from the ground and started to attack the party, uh, killed, killed off a few tinkers at the same time, and then uh, dissipated away. Um, so um, we pick up this... Uh, episode where the group of four have um, moved straight from the the uh, Tinker's Bazaar and headed south to the entrance to the Eldritch Hills. They uh, found the cave location entrance that they were looking for and have worked their way slowly through it and have found um, a small uh, cavern area where there's some more of these energy balls. So I might um, set up the uh, map so you guys get a bit of an idea of um, mm -hmm. where you are and, and what's going on. So I'll do that now. Do you know, one could say that Feldisha is very much like Donald Trump. Infamous. And yet we've got a saver. That probably doesn't work. Nice try, I, though. Nice I try. Tried. Yeah. I liked the optimistic tone. I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was quite sweet. Yeah, the optimism. Mm -hmm. Have to throw that in there for the American, the American audience. Give them some hope. You got to do that. Okay, so. Um, you are coming in from the uh, north there, heading to the south, and um, who was the one that uh, was peeking around to have a look? Certainly not me. I, I, I'd be following in behind because at this particular moment, didn't we... Wait, we were looking from a ridgeline or something like this because I, I thought I remember having my torch... Oh, God, I can't remember... It was it was more around the corner than anything else. So, so that basically that corner there, someone was looking around who was peering uh, further um, into the cave. Probably in would there. have been Alarak being up at the front. Uh, all so, all, all I can there. tell you is I've got like two torches and no magic. So, just wanted to let you know if you get hurt. I've got some band-aids and, you know, cross your fingers. Oh, dear. So, uh, Riki would also like to p 
point out that she should really still have mage armor active, unless it's been more than eight hours since the combat. That's cool. Uh, you can add uh, mage armor back on. So that's what you're seeing at the moment. So there's a bit of a, a ridgeway across a bit of a cavern. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, basically the, the caves glow with the light of several of the energy balls. There's some also uh, some other uh, less active uh, balls that just seem to um, provide a bit of illumination along the, the um, cave area, but uh, are not um, large or dangerous like you have seen on the other ones. Um, you can make Actually, that at the end of the... Sorry? Can we please change the name of those two, particularly the southern ones? This is not going to go well. <laughs> <laughs> what the, the the ones that say hairy? <laughs> yeah, the hairy balls. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll get to that. Uh, yes, uh, where it leads to the, the unknown. But if you want to find out where Feldisha is, the only direction is further in. Well, look, other... I I've got just for people who are um who are watching this show, I have using an extension that randomly names um, NPCs. Um, and there's some quite entertaining uh, names it comes up with. Uh, these these ones, I must say, are definitely rather entertaining, but also probably not appropriate. DM, they... could I get you to roll a persuasion check on that? Yes, exactly. <laughs> or, or deception, please. I'm not sure. Okay, but you won't see the result because it'll be hidden. <laughs> yeah, of course. One, one out-of-character question before we get going. Um... So we were to um, apply fourth level, but not take. We're not taking on any of the abilities until we've had a proper long rest. Does that also include ASI? Uh well, for um, ASI, I'm I'm happy to. Well, are you talking about feats in this instance? No, I'm not, because... I'm not too worried about that. I mean, this is a, this will probably be the last combat before that happens anyway. So. Okay, because I was just thinking because it ups my AC by one. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's okay. Okay, okay so what are you guys doing? I haven't noticed you as yet. Alarak, Alarak, what do you see? Uh, well, they were hairy, but uh, there's now a bold ball, a blinking one, and three normal ones. Same as before. Same as the uh, things in the in the camp. I'll say to them as I come back and report instead of shouting across the chasm. Are they all the the big ones or the small ones? Eh, big is a strong word. There's a couple of medium ones. Because the small ones were hard to hit. Well, what do you, what do you guys think? Should we... Uh... We take them out. Anybody got something they can do a bit of surprise? Well, Not I, I mean, I can cast a snowball swarm or a shatter, but um, they, the limp, you know, it, we'd probably only hit a maximum of two of them at a time. I could, I could try to hit one with a toll of the dead. It's not good. Uh, if I remember right, uh, they're they're not that weak, so it's better than nothing. I'll wait around the corner, ready for stuff to hit. You guys fire your stuff. 
Yeah, we probably should attack them before, before, you know, they notice us. That would be helpful. Mm-hmm. All right. What about you, Jace? You got some? My uh, magic is of uh, more limited use against uh, these balls. It's much, much more uh, targeted towards humans and uh, humanoids. Um, I, uh, I, I'm afraid my best option is likely to be my crossbow. Well, let's get ready and see if we can knock off a, a few before they see us. Now, Ricky knows that, you know, they're a bit scary and burny, so she very, very gently wakes up little, um, little Bindi, who's having a bit of a nap in the backpack and just tells her to hide in some cracks in the rocks near the, near the, near the cave entrance. Okay, so Bindi sort of crawls along uh, and snuggles up inside a little corner and looks for all the world like there's nothing there. She's doing a good job of hiding. I'm going to leave my torch back there and then I'm going to sneak up over here like, and then crawl along the ground just so that my, I can stick my head out so that I can just see one of them. Okay. Uh, can I get you to make a stealth check now? Yep. Here we go. Stealth. That would be a dirty 20. Okay. Um, you have no problems uh, sneaking up. Uh, there is a bit of loose rock there, but um, you traverse it with ease. Is that, that gap, there's that like a, a sort of a little tunnel between two rocks a little bit northern to where Wabani is, is that right? It's it's not big enough to squeeze through, but you can look through it a little bit, yeah. Okay, so nobody could actually use that as a as a launching... Oh, so I can look through it. So could I potentially target a spell through there, or would it have to be direct line of sight? Um, no, you could probably launch a spell from there. It's uh, For a medium-sized humanoid, um, you wouldn't be able to fit through, but things that are smaller, um, and you realise that these balls of energy are smaller, definitely, uh, could possibly fit through. If they so choose. You also recall that um, when you were using magic missile uh, the last time you were encountered these energy balls, it, it was probably the most effective uh, attack against everything. Yeah. So if I could, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm thinking about casting a bit of an area effect spell if I can. Um, so I too sneak up in a way that would let me peek through that crack in the rocks. But I'm still on the other side. Okay. So, um, you have difficulty seeing much from there. Let's just see what you can see. So, you could probably see... Yeah, you can't really see any of the balls from where you are. You'd have to come around uh, the other way to um, get a proper, proper target on them. Okay, so I then go around and sneak around to near where Wabani is. Okay, uh, can I get you to roll the stealth check as well, please? Shrieky quiet. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I feel lucky, so I re-roll. <laughs> nice. Nice. So she rolled a 10, and then she uh, rolled with luck and got a 19. So um, you do see a... Um, as, as you progress up towards Wabani, you step on one of the loose loans, uh, loose uh, stone and rock that's there. It starts to slip away, but uh, your deft fingers grab it before it makes any sort of clattering noise, and you place it gently next to Wabani as you uh, uh, emerge next to him. One quick question. Yes. Is this black area actually a chasm? Uh, yes. There is a bridge across? There is a bridge across a, a deep chasm. Deep chasm, okay. Good to know. So what you're saying is there could be thousands of these things at the bottom of the chasm. Just waiting for us. Sure. I mean, the the, the pit is bottomless, so... It could have hundreds of thousands of them. It could be like the night sky, but in reverse. It's the Feywild. No, Shadowfell. <laughs> What's Alarak and Jace doing? Getting ready for a flight. I might stay back a bit. I don't want to alert these guys until the until the combat. Jace. Uh, Jace wants to get a good sniping vantage point, so he'll probably sneak up to where Wabani and Riki are. Okay. Um, sort of around there. Okay. I'll give you a, stealth, a roll. stealth check. Yeah. It's a 21. Wow. All these good stealth rolls are putting Alarak to shame if he was ever to sneak up. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I know what's going to happen. I'm going to get two ones. I'm not going anywhere near them. <laughs> okay. Uh, you have no trouble traversing uh, this loose stone. Now, you do see the loose stone elsewhere here. So um, the speed is going to be much slower than what you would need to. Otherwise, there is a possibility of uh, you slipping uh, from the uh, bridge. So you can traverse it at half speed. But if you go further than that, um, you'll have to make a dexterity saving throw to see whether you um, lose your lose your footing. I I have a sneaking feeling that these floating orbs of light won't be bothered by a giant chasm. So I suspect they'll just come flying straight towards us. Is that likely? What are we all thinking? I think you're right. I think there's a chance of that. They they were flying back at the bazaar, so and they are flying here. Let's all target this this close one here with a red eye. Well, I'm I'm going to set off a spell. I'm going to try and set off a spell in between, in between the small red energy ball and the medium yellow energy ball. See, if I've got a spell that has a radius. Hang on a second. Um, if I've got a spell that's got a radius of. Um, 10 feet. Will that be able to target both of them? That's a radius of 10 feet there. If that's the one you're after? Yeah, that's or about... There. No, no, I want to I wanna hit the... Well, I can't really see that, can I? Um, I want to target the two that are closest. Yep, okay. 
So the medium yellow energy ball and the small red uh, energy ball that's being rather bold. So I'm going to uh, ready my action. So as soon as I see um, Riki's somatic components looking like they're about to complete, I'll, I'll have my my Hunga Manga Holy Idol in hand and ready to, to release a, a Toll of the Dead as soon as she her somatic bit is finished. On I'll... which one? The red one? Yep. Okay. I'll do, you, I'll do the same, except with my crossbow. On the red uh, one again? Um, how did they go last combat? Were they... Uh, Toll the Dead's going to take one out on its own, is it? Um, oh, no. they took a couple of hits. Yeah, yeah took, I'll they... target the red one as well then. Okay. Oh, actually, no, I'll target the, the medium yellow one. That way, if the, um, to, uh, the that AoE is particularly effective, we've got a good chance of maybe finishing both off. Okay. And are you doing anything, Alarak? Mm -hmm. I am standing right here, uh, ready to engage once the explosions start. I can run. I don't care. I, I, I can, I've got like a thousand speed. I, but I'm going to wake them up. I'm going to make a really loud noise trying to sneak up in my uh, chainmail bikini. So I'm just going to stay where I am <laughs> until the okay. fighting starts. All right. So um, we'll set it up as a surprise round. So can I get everyone to roll initiative, please? At 11. An 8 for Wobani. I rolled an 8. That's a 4 for Alarak. Jeez. Okay, just one moment. Alright. Um, so, you do catch them unawares. Uh, Jace, you get to go first. So, you're holding action until the um, the spell is cast, correct? Correct. Okay. Riki, uh, so you're casting shadow, is that correct? Yeah, so I pull out a little chip of mica from a little pouch on my belt and start chanting and then dramatically gesture over towards a spot right smack bang in the middle of the medium yellow energy ball and the small red energy ball, the bold one. Okay, they both fail their um, saving throws. So you'd like to roll uh, damage, please? Okay, so a um, as as you point, a, uh, a uh, wave of thunderous energy explodes nearby and uh, smacks into both of them. They, they wobble under its uh, thunderous might and um, they... One of them looks horribly uh, injured. Its its form uh, sort of dissipates to uh, a small red dot. The other one takes a little bit of the damage, but uh, is hardier than the other. So at this this point, uh, Jace and Wabani do their triggered actions. So we're going to roll okay. your attacks, guys. There it is. Okay, so the red energy ball fail. That's all the dead. And the attack hits. Oh, perfect! Just at this point, uh, as as that thunderous energy is uh, dissipating, uh, a loud gong can be heard, and that red energy ball just just uh, disappears from sight and winks out of existence. As as this is happening, Jace's bolt flies true, and um, while passing through the object, um, it still seems to uh, 
shave off a little bit of its essence and um, it is uh, a little bit more injured. Okay, um, so last uh, point on the surprise round is Alaric. Would you like to do anything? I'd like to come down here and ready an attack. Uh, first enemy to get within range gets a big uh, spiky point in it. What's your movement speed? Uh, 30. 30, okay, because um, you're aware... Oh, right. Ten. So the first first two blocks are 10 feet of movement, and then next one would be 10. And then... Okay, no, you can actually get to that. Okay, fantastic. It's all good, yep. So Jeez. you're readying which, whichever one gets adjacent enough for you to use your glaive on. Mm-hmm. You were supposed to shoot it in the eye, Jace. It still lives. I hit it. It's a tough. These things are tough to kill. Okay, so this small energy ball, um, seeing the uh, commotion that was caused, decides to uh, float um, out through that small uh, aperture that uh, you noticed before. It gets to there, and you uh, mm -hmm. your attack is triggered, Alarak. You slice into it. With a 19. All right, let's uh, try and kill this thing. Uh, 10 damage. You um, shave off about half of its energy. It's like you cut it down the middle and half of its energy sort of dissipates, whereas you, the rest of it seems to move up to you and uh, attempt to attack you. It um, hits hits you and uh, there's a discharge of energy as your chainmail uh, loincloth is um, electrified for a, a short period of time. Ow. That's got to hurt. <laughs> Ow. No more children, Jace, or Alarak. That one short and curlies are going to be extra curly. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, another one comes out from the... Um, uh, from the shadow. But it doesn't do anything. It sort of uh, drifts in next to you, Alarak, but it doesn't do anything else. Mm -hmm. The uh, medium energy ball moves up to you, Wabani, but uh, doesn't uh, have enough movement to attack you on that turn. And that one moves up to Riki. And that one moves up to Jace. So all these energy balls start to move. They they float and they, they're quite quick. They um, zip about and uh, move up to you, um, but don't manage to attack you on this turn. Jace. Okay. So um, Jace, as much as he wants to finish off the yellow energy ball... Um, uh, doesn't want to be caught in melee range with his crossbow out, so he 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 lets it fall and pulls his uh, rapier and attacks the small red energy ball that's blinking.
your rapier finds purchase, but uh, it, due to its uh, ethereal nature, it uh, slides through, and uh, you only cleave off a little bit of its of its uh, its form. It uh, attempts to return the favor. This one feels hot uh, to the touch, and um, it brushes up next to you, and your your clothes start to catch on fire. Chase yells out, "Not the clothes! Not the clothes!" <laughs> you also you also smell uh, what seems to be uh, burning hair. Oh, this is a tragedy. Riki. All right. So Riki's looking over at the three that I'm, that she can really see in front of her. She knows some are behind as well, but she's really uncomfortable with the three in front of her. And she, I think that I can cast Thunder Wave towards those three. Would that be right? Ah, uh, yes, you can. Jace is pointing at the one that burnt his clothes and yelling, Des- Destroy it! Destroy it! I, I will point out that um, it actually only moved this turn. It didn't attack you. My apologies. So I've removed the damage. Oh, okay. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> but is his hair burning with, due to its proximity? Yeah, Due to definitely. all the hair product that he's in his hair? Yeah. <laughs> it's a hazard. It's a hazard of being so beautiful, Jace. I'm so sorry. Okay. But healing magic will fix that, right? It will. It will. If you add any. I'm sure somebody can mend <laughs> your hair. Okay, so I cast Thunder Wave. Two failures and a success. So uh, a ripple of thunderous energy emanates from Riki's hands, and one of them manages to dodge uh, quite deftly, but uh, the other ones are hit uh, are hit by the full brunt of it. You roll your damage. Okay, so the small one that is starting to torch poor Jace's hair um, fluffs out of existence and uh, is no more. The other ones take uh, a little bit less damage, but uh, are still standing. Or floating. Hey, nicely done, Riki. Good job. Yes, but don't, don't they get pushed back as well? Um, okay, so one of them does. The... Um, so the medium yellow energy ball resisted so it doesn't get pushed back but um, the small red energy ball and the okay sorry the yellow one gets pushed back the green one does not so you're pushing it uh, is it 15 feet uh, I think it is 10. Okay, it's pushed back 10 feet. And falls into the chasm? Yes. <laughs> it bobs above the chasm. Darn it. Are you doing anything else? No, I'm just I'm just staring at that medium green one that's right in front of me, just kind of glaring at it a little bit resentfully. So, so that green one uh, seems to be dripping acid from what you can tell. Oh, goody. The, and did did we see the um, the yellow one uh, when it struck at Alarak, or do I remember what the yellow one <laughs> was shooting fire or lightning? It's lightning. Or... It's lightning. Okay, 
I will, um, with this one that's in front of Riki, I, I got you, Riki, and I'll pull out my, did we decide whether or not my Hunga Munga would, you were going to allow me to qualify it as a monk weapon? It is, yeah, it's a hand axe. It's a reflavored yeah. hand axe. Cool. So with, with my Hunga Munga in hand, I, I stab at the, um, the one in front of me, or in front of Riki. And you hit it. Huzzah! Exactly. And then, as a follow-up, I, 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 you know, I try to nail it with my foot, and I go, Kia! Kicking a ball of ass. That's brave. Yep. Didn't work. And I stay there. Sorry, sorry, Riki. I, I thought I had it. No, no, you did good. You did good. As as your hunger munger, as you retract your hunger munger, um, you see some etch marks across the uh, the uh, weapon. It's not oh, not going to no. uh, damage it at all from what you can tell at this point in time, but uh, it certainly this feels like it's been passed through a ball of acid. And then there's a, a little internal grammar person that just spits itself out of Riki's mouth and says, "Sorry, you did well. You did well." It is. It, it is. My is the image of Donaru on my hunger manga damaged? No, it's all good. Phew. That seems to glow with its own light. Oh, Alarak, you uh, next to you are two energy balls. One that crackles with lightning. The other one that feels cool to the touch. Uh, girding my loins, I'm going to take my spear and try and uh, get rid of this yellow one. Just try and skewer it. Twenty-six to hit. Let's see if we can kill it. Oh, that'll Ooh. kill it. Very nice. nice. You cleave through its form, and uh, the rest of the electrical energy dissipates along the the uh, shaft of your glaive. Fantastic. Uh, you guys got those other two. That's my turn. Okay. Yes. Um, in retaliation, the small one uh, attempts to uh, attack you. Alarak, you feel the uh, its cold form starting to cause at least a little bit of frostbite on your arms or fingers. Uh, but um, you manage to duck out of its uh, its uh, attack path. Seems to have telegraphed its attack path fairly easily. Okay, the yellow one moves up to you, Wavani, and attempts to shock you. Okay, as a reaction to that. So, when I am hit with an attack, I can... Uh, so, I, I mean, you can roll the damage, but I, I'm, I get a reaction to that, too. Okay. So, you want me to roll the damage first? Sure. Okay, a bolt of energy um, uh, is discharged against you, and uh, your form... Um, your, the hair on your body sta stands on end as it's a, a large electrical shock. What and are you doing so in retaliation? I will evoke Wrath of the Storm from being hit and it will need to do... I guess I can do this. It needs to do a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, you can force that. Huzzah! It, it seems to uh, duck out of your way with uh, relative ease. Does it get half? Let me see. 
It probably does get uh, And half as much on a... Ooh, did it? Oh, it did. So I will blast it then with... Uh, I get to choose between lightning and thunder. I choose thunder. It seems most of your electrical attacks, uh, it's they are resisting rather easily. That was thunder, though. Well, most okay. most of your elemental attacks. What Damn. what um, Riki did before with her magic missiles was probably one of the most effective things. Yeah, it's not like those missiles, but bloody hell, these things are elemental in nature, I believe. Okay, uh, the. Medium energy ball is going to go any mini money mo between Jace and Riki and see what happens. So, okay. It's going to choose Jace. A globule of um, acid uh, splashes towards you, Jace. Um, some of it catching your hair, unfortunately. No! Oh, this is dreadful. And, um,. A, a splattering of it hits your chest and um, near your face, but um, you turn turn away at the last moment. You can smell smell your hair uh, melting somewhat, and and the, the clothes on your chest are is just burning away as the uh, acid starts to uh, to cauterize those areas. Throw them away, Jace. worst day Throw them away. ever. Buck up, Jace. It's any excuse for a makeover. <laughs> it's true. After this, we can go shopping. <laughs> We certainly right. can. Alright, Jason's going to attack the green energy ball. You're really happy for from having been hit with acid. Hey. Oh, that's a crit. Nice. And he's going to use his um, uh, psychic blades to... Does that get um, critical benefit as well? It should do, yes. So if you roll your damage, or is it, do you add it? Have you said that? I, I, I'll just, I have to roll it now. So I'll roll it twice. It just, just hold down, sh well, if you're going to do it that way, yeah, roll it twice. Okay. Wait, hang on, did you, oh, it's psychic, I thought it was poison. No, no, it's, uh, I think in the original, uh, what do you call it, um, Unearthed Arcana, it was poison, but... Um, ah, yeah. they switched it around to Psychic, okay. Yeah. So the the attack um, slices through it, and, um, and you find that the Psychic damage was the most effective part of your attack. And that, that one also dissipates. Jace yells at hands off the wardrobe. It's all right. Ricky. It's all right, Jace. Any excuse for shopping? We'll take them down. Okay. So I now target the one that's right in front of me uh, with um, the medium yellow energy ball. I target that with magic missile. It's um, so two bolts shoot um, from your hand and, and catch the form. It's still standing, but it's uh, on its last legs. 
Okay, so I will then take the last shot at it. Actually, you know what? I'm going to cast it as level 2 and that will give me two shots, right? Well, okay, yeah. So describe how uh, describe its demise, Riki. So the the energy ball is knocked back um, by each bolt, and as as it uh, as the last bolt hits it, it uh, tumbles down the ca chasm and uh, dissipates as it's going, and the the light winks out. And I believe I've got one more shot against the uh, one behind you. So Riki is finding, uh, firing magic missile bolts uh, left and right. One zooms past Alarak's nose. Okay, I will... Yeah. I am going to, looking backwards at Alarak, I will... I got him. I got him, Alarak. Don't worry. I will toll the dead on that one. As thunderous noise uh, resonates nearby and it uh, it fails to dodge out of the way. You can roll your damage. And it seems to still be there, uh, although most of its form has disappeared. And then I will move up here. Thought I had it, Alarak. It's on you now. <laughs> I really need to hit it, otherwise it's going to burn me again. Uh, going to try and pin it into the wall. With a 16, hit. You got it, you got it. And I killed it with... Uh, with eight damage. Well, you slice through the through its form, and um, it uh, the the cold sort of dissipates and uh, leaves the glaive blade chilled to the touch. Here you go. Ah, cool. Well, I hate to say, it, but uh, uh, Jace uh, and Alarak, uh, well, myself as well. Uh, we didn't uh, kind of take that unscathed. Uh, I guess it's if you need, I'll try to put some band-aids on. I think it would be a good idea. It's uh, who knows what lies ahead. Best to approach that at uh, full health. I put the healer's kit onto Jace, and you can roll your hit dice. And I'll take another one, and I'll put it on Alarak. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh shit, dude, that sucks. And one more for myself. Cool. Zah. Oh, that healed me up nice. Well, damn, I've got about four band-aids left. I can lend you my healer's kit if you need one. Oh, yes, right. I forgot you said you got one. You see how well those band-aids work for me? They're amazing band-aids. Magic in my hands, I, I tell you. Very good. Yes, we should get you a bigger supply. 
Hmm. In the meantime, in the meantime, I've um, I've gestured over and um, and little Bindi's safely back in my backpack again. Uh, did they after we popped those things? Like, you know, have you ever had when you were young? You had those little red dots that showed up on your face, and sometimes you know you pop them. They kind of pop like that. Uh, did they leave anything behind? Do you see anything? Make an investigation check to see. No, no, I'm I'm asking my friends because uh, I I'm blind. Uh, my skills at investigating. I mean, I can see things pretty good, but when it comes down to snooping work, yeah, not so good. Okay, um, Ricky. Uh, Ricky, you know, I'll, I'm I'm happy to have a look around. Okay. Nice. You have a good look around this uh, cave, and uh, particularly where some of these energy balls perished. And um, they were ethereal in nature, and so it, you pretty much suspected before you started out that they weren't going to be carrying anything cause, because they couldn't carry anything. Um, and all you you spend about ten minutes looking through the area, and all you find is loose shale and rock. Those Sorry, we're there, huh? Some of those rocks kind of look a little bit like bones. Strange. I was oh, sticks. Are they sticks? It's it's more just loose rock. You do you do notice that there's a, an additional um, path onwards from this cave area, though. That seems like the uh, logical path to progress. That uh, bridge there. What do you think? Does it look safe? About as safe as it's going to be. Do I need to investigate it to work that out? Um, it's as safe as you can tell from here. I'm. Uh, I can. I'm, I can try to run across it. So I kind of get myself set up to, to sprint across and, you know, run as lightly on my feet as possible, you know, and when I start running, my, my robes will flow behind me and, uh, no, I'm, I'm not wearing my birthday suit underneath. I've got shorts on. <laughs> Hopefully not arseless chaps. <laughs> God, no. What's wrong with arseless chaps? <laughs> says, says the guy, well, you were walking around in the bazaar naked. I'm, I'm not as brave. Okay, I, burn, I, I get sunburned so easily. So I let, I run across. <laughs> let me let me just get all my D6s for the fall. Wait, no, you made it okay. Okay, I, I think it's okay. It didn't seem to shift under my weight. Maybe let's go one at a time. Instead okay, of... Riki's very small, so she follows across. She doesn't think that she's going to crush anything. Wait, did you? You ran across, didn't you? You didn't take it slowly. I, I totally ran across. Okay, can I get you to make a dexterity saving throw, please? Ah, bugger. If you recall, I mentioned that before. No, I don't recall. I, that's an <laughs> 11. Okay. Um, so as you're running across, the uh, loose shale slips underneath your feet, and um, you tumble to the side. Uh, can, I make, uh, can I get you to make another dexterity saving throw, please? 14. Uh, but you manage to catch yourself just before you um, fall into the cabin below. See, easy. Easy as. 
Yeah, I'm going to go carefully across. Like a sensible uh, person. Hey, Al- Alarak, wait, 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 wait. Can you grab my torch? I can't quite see much on this side. I mean, what's stopping you from grabbing it? It uh, just seems like I'm a little poor work ethic. Now. Just, just go gently. Don't run. All right, I'll, I'll go back across gently this time. Taking my time after everybody else is across. If you take it slowly across, uh, you get get through that quite easily. I do. And I go collect my, my torch. Okay, so you've collected your torch. Um, so what I'll do now is um, you, you find the uh, exit from this uh, map fairly easily. And beyond the cave there leads another tunnel much further into the Eldritch Hills. It winds and bends, dips and rises on occasion, but slowly, ever so slowly, descends further into the hills. After about an hour of walking, Jace and Riki um, sense a strange otherworldly pull coming from something ahead. It feels magical. It's it certainly... Uh, make an uh, intelligence check. You both can. Can I do Arcana? No, intelligence. Oh, but I do get to add half proficiency to... That's uh, a seven. Okay. Um, you, you try and think about it, um, but unfortunately nothing comes to mind. Uh, Riki, however, uh, thinks back and, and realises that there is some sort of... Uh, quite possibly some sort of uh, arcane node or something nearby that uh, is uh, pulling on your arcane senses. We got a node, we got a node. A node? What does that mean? Rubani, remember earlier you were talking about that... that the, the balls that might burst? Yeah. Well, you know how when you get those lumps on your uh, face yeah. when you were young because you had yeah. so much energy yeah. and it was all bursting forth? Yeah, we call them pimples. Maybe the balls were a bit like that, because this is an energy node. It should be able to generate lots of power, I would imagine. Hmm, I see. So, do you get any sense that there's um, intelligence to it? No, it's just a node. Doable. Something might be manipulating it, though. Hmm. Do you, um get a sense of I mean are there runes or anything like like uh, magic runes on it well I, I haven't seen it but I can feel that it's there that's all we'll find out sooner or later like uh, is it emanating from there like you can just feel it coursing through your flesh or is it shoot is there energy shooting upwards or something it's more of a feeling of being drawn to something I'm, I'm gonna uh, I'll, I'll stand aside a bit let me let me touch it why well, don't think <laughs> it's not right in front of us is it it's like isn't it around the like, corner it's yeah around the corner I can't see it yet oh right it probably has like 10 undead wizards around it or something <laughs> at a bare minimum you guys can't, uh, with your dark vision, you can't see more? Not around the corner. No, we're, we're good, but we're not, we're not that good. 
Just, you know, rest your mind at ease. You're not missing out on that much. Should we go the other way? No, I'm imagining that if somebody's been up to something nefarious, I would think that we are more likely to find the answer to our questions if we follow it to us. It's nefarious source. Uh, I was thinking more of, you know, can we find a, a back way in and flank them? How do we know this is the back way? I have no idea. Maybe, yeah, maybe the back way we find is actually the front entrance and it's where he's got all the guards. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see. Oh, mighty Donaru, hear my prayers. Is there a back way? Ah, la la. And I focus and I put my hungamunga to my forehead as I, as I um, make a quick prayer. Okay. Make a religion check. <laughs> 13. You, you stand there for 5 minutes, 10 minutes, with the hunk of munga to your head, and you don't sense anything, whether that's because you're far into the ground and, and not in the domain for Donaru, or if something is interfering with that, you, you can't tell. Hey, guys, guys, Donaru answered. She says we should go the other way. Everyone else left okay, nine minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I look up and there's like, oh, shit, where are they? We've cleared the place. <laughs> did, did, you, did you take the torch as well? So he's in complete darkness. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, but we so left him with a better string. Meditation that way. Guys, guys, where are you? Not funny. We left guys. him with a little string that he can follow <laughs> to find us again. Took my backpack and my tinderbox as well. Okay, so you, you're stumbling around. I'm assuming you light another torch. Uh, well, I, I, I think they're joking. <laughs> I hope they're joking. <laughs> but yes, if they're if they're gone and they've taken my torch, <laughs> yes, I'm lighting another torch. That's okay. I don't think Ricky would do that. So you, you look up after 10 minutes and you see the impatient looks of Alarak, Jace, and Riki. Hey guys, guys, guys. I was talking to Donaru and she, she gave me an answer. She says, go north. Well, right then. I trust you. And I we'll find this other way. Oh, you don't need to worry about going through uh, the map anymore. This is beyond this oh. map. Oh, okay. Jace turns to Riki and says, um, I can feel that. I know you can feel it too. I think we go towards um, uh, the source of that um, that, that sensation. We, anything, Whatever it is, it's at the node. Sounds like a plan. We might find the answer to our questions there. So there is no north way because I thought there was a map. But, okay, never mind. Nah, this is I all like, theatre of mind at the moment. Yeah, theatre of mind. I was like, yep. Yeah, okay, Donru says we need to go that way. She answered me, really. But and, I'm not seeing I, another I'm, way. I'm scowling <laughs> as I say that. <laughs> All right, so um, as you do progress, um, that feeling that you, uh, Jason, Riki has d does get stronger as you progress, but not dangerously slow. Um, the, f the further you move, um, the further deep uh, down you go. And it's probably about another half an hour of uh, constant travel 
before you catch sight of a, uh, a light in the distance. It's um, a faint orange in colour, but it slowly transitions to red, and then from red to green, and then from green to blue, from blue to yellow, and then back to orange. Hey. It seems to slowly transition from those colours. Hey guys, I think somebody's got one of those kids' nightlights on straight ahead. <laughs> what the heck is that doing here? It's a good, good question. Yeah, you know, why don't we ask Donoru again? She was, she was so uh, wise about that other passage that it didn't exist. Oh, sh- shut up, Alaric. She's, she never answers. You know, I, I keep trying because you know why? I've got faith. All I'm saying is, why is she telling us to take a path that's not there? I lied. She didn't. Damn it, she never talks to me. Oh. Uh, One day she will. One day she'll say, Hello, how you doing? But no, until that day. <sighs> anyway. So, you know what? Hang I on, think hang she on, appreciates on, that you keep trying. I want to know why it sounds like Mickey Mouse. Well, Barney, <laughs> that's my question. So you're saying you're saying that your god never talks to you. I'll have that ball back now, please. Oh, you, oh, 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 oh. Thank oh, you. Oh, it's like that, is it? That's fine. Well, you 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 told me that your god told you that you needed to have it. Now it turns out that you've just been making this stuff up all along. That's fine. There you go. Take it then. I don't care. So he hands you back the uh, wooden ball. It it seems it seems warm to the touch, and um, it looks like Wabani has been uh, looking after it rather well. Okay. It it has its own little felt pouch. <laughs> That's right. Gives, uh, takes it. He gives uh, Wabani a, a look as he does it. You don't understand about faith, Jace. You, you just got to believe in these things. But sometimes, you know, I don't know if it's a real message or not. Well, you know what, Wabani? I believed you. I believed you. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a little hurt. And, and Wobani scratches his head because he's trying as hard as he can to remember what happened. <laughs> Only a day or so ago, but he can't remember. <laughs> Need to knock off the alcohol, mate. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So what are you guys doing? Moving towards... Well, I, th- I still think we need to move towards the light, just just quietly and carefully and with full yeah, alertness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's all sneak up, I think. Okay, can I get uh, stealth checks from everyone, please? Well, I mean, Alaric can try. Okay, I rolled a 14. And... Wani rolls at disadvantage because he's in the funk. He, he's in the funk because uh, I'm in a funk because my my faith has been rocked because I don't know what to believe. Jace's constant questioning has made me wonder. <laughs> <laughs> so a seven from Alarak and a fifteen from Jace. 
Okay, so Wabani sort of wanders aimlessly, bumping into Riki and, and Jace on occasion. Alarak uh, avoids the uh, stumbling form of Wabani, but uh, still, the, the uh, loincloth certainly makes a, a great deal of noise for how small it is. It's pretty short. <laughs> Maybe it's its shortness that it's uh, it's its own downfall. But uh, as, as you progress, um, you you come up to uh, a a large chamber, um, and um, in this chamber there seems to be a uh, pulsing column of uh, light running horizontal horizontally along the uh, top of the chamber, and uh, you see a pile of something. Um, directly beneath this uh, pulsing chamber on the floor. It's hard to see. Uh, it's, it's probably about uh, 100 feet from where you are at the moment. But um, the, the cavern itself is lit up like the midday sun. Uh, whatever has been creating that alternating light is this pulsing column. Are we thinking... Is anyone in there? Are we thinking that that's what spits out those balls of light? Um, you can make a perception check to see if you see anyone in there. 21. Okay. Uh, you have a look around, um, and due to the amount of light that this uh, column does produce, um, it's hard to miss anything. There's virtually no shadows in here, so you, you see no humanoid or other uh, figures in this room. Uh, but you do catch the glint of something metallic in that uh, pile of uh, uh, refuge in the middle. Refuse, I should say. Okay. Um, Jace slowly edges forwards to get a closer look at it, uh, but he doesn't touch it at this stage. Is anyone going with him? Yes. I'm going forward, yeah. Okay. And Wabani? Uh, slowly coming from coming up behind. Still kind of just staring at his toes a bit. Kind of every once in a while he, he about to kick a rock, but then I remember, not don't kick the rock. Okay. As you get closer, you notice that the uh, pile of uh, re refuse is a, a pile of uh, lovely colored clothes. Um, some blues and greens. Very, very reminiscent of what the tinkers wear. There also seems to be a bit of a pile of ash there, and um, there's some loose uh, coins scattered, gold and platinum coins. Yoink, if we're standing right over them. So you go down to pick them up, do you? If they're right in front of us, are they... Yeah, Are, yeah. are we walking on top of them? Okay, yeah. If we're walking on top of them, I'm definitely picking one of them up. All right. As you pick up the coins discarded on the floor one of the coins starts to burn in your hand. When this happens, the world around you and the rest of the party lurches to the left and then up as you feel a rush of energy and sound surrounding you. The world uh, becomes a blur and you cannot move. Then the rush of energy and sound suddenly stops and you find your party, uh, your party finds um, yourselves in some sort of storeroom. An arcane circle uh, traced with intricate glyphs is glowing on the floor beneath you. But the image quickly fa uh, fades away. I thought Teddy was going to have to re-roll a character there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> did he just I, disappear or did we all disappear? Everybody. Everybody's been oh. um, ripped from this this cavern 
into this uh, storeroom. Alarak, did you touch the magic coin again? It it wasn't my fault. There was platinum on the floor. If Can you blame me? If I get attacked by potatoes, I will blame you. Okay, but only potatoes. If there's any other vegetables, I don't get blamed. Fair. Deal. So... That the rest of the coin is real, so you do get. Uh, you find that there's two platinum pieces, ten gold, and thirty-three silver, and six copper. Profit. <laughs> Yoink. How about the clothes? Did we take any of those, or we just kind of left them there? Well, the clothes have been left behind. Um, that this this sort of uh, shifting. Uh, can I get you to make a uh, history check, please, Alrek? I was about to say, I was thinking it. <laughs> Do I recognize it with a two? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, the, the, um, this sort of uh, take that's happened um, seems to have shocked you to the core. And, and for, for the moment, um, you, you're too shaken about what's happened to uh, realize any sort of significance. It might come later. Um. Based on the backstory between me and Alarak, and the little bit of when I first met him, would I recognize it? What What has Alarak told you? Well, I, when remember. I found him, I mean, uh, I was leaving the small town, heading back to where I was staying, and I seen some light glowing, which led me to a cave that the kids used to play in, and that's where I found him. No, that that wouldn't be enough information. Okay. And I would have told him about what I saw on the other side. I've been journeying with him for two or three years. That had been discussed. Okay. Well, I mean, you can roll a roll a history check with disadvantage. Disadvantage. Yeah. Watch this. Double natural twenties. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Dum dum. That would be a four. A four. A four and a seventeen, with the seventeen being dropped. No, you are also shaken by this. Um, so this this room cont- seems to contain lots of dusty boxes, no windows, and only one exit. Uh, this exit seems to be a six foot high, plain wooden door. Uh, when I see uh, Alarak picking up all the coins, I'm like, hey, 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 share, Alarak. I mean, damn it, you you made this happen. So. Be nice, share. Of course, friend. Here's your share. I'll give Wobani an eighth of it. <laughs> I'm trying to keep half of myself. So, what what coins are you giving him? Like I said, there's two platinum, ten gold, thirty three silver, and six copper. So it'd be two gold and about four silver. Okay, so you can adjust that if you want, Wobani. Do, okay. do, do you need a hand? Um... Uh, with the uh, with the maths there, Alaric. No, no, here's your share. Here's your share. I'll, I'll give uh, Ricky and and uh, Jace their uh, quarter as well. So that's what another two gold and uh, six silver. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but while they're, we're all doing this, Ricky looks around in the boxes in the room and sees what she can find. Make a investigation check. Uh, that's an eleven. Okay, you you have a look around. Um, most of this seems to be just uh, useless stuff that's been stored. 
for a very long time. Um, you do pick up a couple of items of interest, though. Um, one of them uh, seems to be a small stone statue about three inches high uh, with a wood elf playing a harp. And the second one uh, seems to be a gold ivy vine bracelet uh, with the uh, ivy vines wrapping around themselves in a, in a very intricate pattern. Do I would, get any, any sense that they're magical? Uh, you'd have to um, roll a oh, roll an arcana check to get a feeling for that. When, when Jace sees Riki find the statue of the elf with the harp, uh, uh, Jace rushes over and says, Oh, look at that! Look at that harp! Do you know I can play the harp? It's a very difficult instrument to learn. Um, and it's an elf, too. So I, you know, I've... I, well, I mean, I don't talk much about my father, but, you know, what they say about the wood elves is they're not much for uh, culture. And yet, here we have uh, what clearly is evidence of, uh, of, in fact, the opposite. Also, what you're saying is we may have found an article of great historical significance concerning wood elves. Well, While those two are distracted talking about the art, I'd like to slip Wobani the, the one of the Platinums. <laughs> well, might, might I suggest that if this is of historical significance, I should take extra care to keep it safe and then discuss it with the uh, the wizards at the university. The university, but that, this is clearly uh, nothing for humans. Uh, this is a, an elvish artifact. Why are you presuming that they're all humans? <sighs> or gnomes. Well, I think this is something for, you know, society to decide. So we'll keep it safe until we work out what it does and where it's from. Just because it has a picture of an elf doesn't necessarily mean it belongs to you. Not everything in the world that pictures of elves on it belongs to Jace. I don't see why not. It could be a warding. It could be a warding item to keep elves away, for all you know. While Jace and, and Riki are talking, and Jace is kind of caught up in that conversation, I'm like. Jace, that little bit of your shirt there that's destroyed here. Let me cut. That, let me cut that bit off. You don't need that anymore. Uh, Jace, uh, no, no. I'll, I'll get this repaired. Don't, don't, don't further uh, butcher my shirt. It's uh, it's already butchered. It looks terrible. Well, I hardly believe you're going to improve it with those scissors that you've got there. I'm, I'm just cutting off the hanging bits because so it looks better. Just slaps. Uh, Wabani's hands away and says, no, I'll get it professionally done, not by, uh, a, 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 you know, a saw bones. Oh, dear. Okay, Jace, nothing pretty for you today, talking like that. I very carefully <laughs> stashed the things away in my backpack. Okay, so no. you're, you're taking the um, statue and the bracelet then? Uh, well, I'm putting them in my backpack for later, yes. Okay. They look very interesting. I'll drop them in there for you. So your cursory um, arcana check of uh, nine before uh, didn't seem to reveal anything of uh, magical significance to them. After uh, after that find, Jace is uh, determined to see if there's anything else uh, elf-related in the room. Is there uh, Are there any boxes that haven't been searched? Um, Riki did a pretty thorough job. So uh, the only other things you find are... Um, some old furniture um, and other things that are hard to move. 
<laughs> I don't know why Alarak's it's never it. intricate golden orc art, Alarak. I'm sure I'm there's just a asking reason. DM. I'm just asking. <laughs> just putting it out there. It might be. It might be. We just went into the wrong magical room. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure there's tons of it in the other room. I, I, I agree with you. We'll continue on out of this elf room. We'll find all the all the really good platinum uh, orc art. And I'll head towards the door. I like to imagine that platinum orc art involves coating the bones of their enemies in platinum and posing them in amusing ways. <laughs> oh, you've seen them before. <laughs> yes, uh, Riki's quite the connoisseur in her travels. Oh, actually, um, can I get you to make an investigation check, um, check Jace? I uh, forgot to uh, capture oh, something else. Okay. Um, you uh, don't find anything of interest apart from a couple of uh, dusty-looking um, scrolls of some description. Oh, okay. Uh, Jace gives him an interested look. Uh, look. Is there a picture of any particular race person on on the scroll? Perhaps you should be giving them away. <laughs> so um, you you can look at these scrolls. They they seem to be written uh, with uh, arcane runes of some sort, and it, it it takes you a little bit, but you get the feeling that these are spell scrolls. Spell scrolls, hey? Oh well, if only I knew someone who. Uh who had some sort of arcane background. Still, well, I'd best hold on to these. Uh... No, you hang on to them. You might be able to trade them for a new haircut. <laughs> you, you better be nice, Jace, too, because we got we still haven't given you that, that really nice brush that we found. I uh, no longer believe that you found any such brush. Bet you ten gold I did. <laughs> so you're, you're holding on to those scrolls, is that correct? I'll hold on to those scrolls, yes. Okay, so um, if you want to add into your inventory a uh, scroll of blur and a scroll of silent image. Which can be used to... Um, be subscribed scri- uh, into a uh, wizard spellbook if required. But who does um, that? Who does that? No. I mean, who does that? I mean, you know, potentially. Once we get somewhere safe, they may be exchanged for effigies of people who share the same race. We'll find out. As, as this is happening, Alarak, um, you come up to the door mm-hmm. and it seems to be locked. Can I get you to make a perception check, please? What was the second scroll? Blur and what? Solid, Solid image. Um, so you realize it's locked, but you also notice that the locking mechanism uh, is set up on the inside here, and you can easily flick a, flick a switch to unlock it. Can I make it look like it's really difficult before doing it first? Make a sleight of hand check. Okay, so um, for all the um, world to see, uh, Alarak looks like he is performing wonders by um, 
getting into the door <laughs> locking mechanism and and uh, unlocking it with uh, a practiced ease and uh, with a satisfying click um, the door is unlocked that was a roll of 16 by the way for sleight of hand you're lucky you brought me got along man let's you'd be stuck in here good thing we practiced on that damn safe for so long looks like you've got it much better control now yeah, a bit of practice does wonders So where are we exactly? Does anyone know? I have no idea. No, but I, I'm a little bit suspicious that whoever's room we've been warped into may want their stuff back. So perhaps we should uh, get out of here and have a, a bit of a look around. I'm also a little bit worried that... Um, we did anybody else get the sneaking suspicion that we actually found you know clearly those were remains of a tinker back there i sincerely hope it wasn't feldisher it's a worrying thought i mean there are no other tinkers reported missing you don't think there is like something that triggered like that that has to be um clearly that that was a magic circle that brought us here or Maybe it was the coin itself. I don't know, but there must be another trigger. Can I have a look at the coin? I the coins I kept. See if that are surreptitiously, so people don't realise. Uh, see if there's anything about them. Just send them over a few times. Are they, are um, they normal currency? They seem to be a regular tender that you have seen um, in your travels. Apart from obviously the platinum piece, you probably haven't got. Uh, much chance of looking at those coins, but uh, the the others are definitely um, normal tender. It's it's something that that tinkers would have definitely. Are they are, are these coins? Are they Modanio or are they Lord of Lie? If they're Lord of Lie, it's Cordwin. I tell you, they're they're Tor Sovereign uh, tender. So um, in in trade within Modanio and and the rest of the Tor Sovereign Kingdom. Oh. Just a quick question. Can any of us hear or smell anything? Well, it's certainly very dusty here. Um, but um, you can't... Is the door open or is it closed at the moment? Are there tracks other than ours? I, I'm just checking with Alarak whether he opened the door or not. Uh, I've unlocked it. I haven't opened it. Okay, so... From what you can tell, uh, it's quite, um, you can't hear anything um, and you can't smell anything at this point. Do, do you think there's a, a, a secret door here somewhere? I think given this is locked and we got, and we sort of came in through this way, I don't think there is. I think this is the secret entrance. I quickly look around on the floor to see if there looks like there's any tracks other than our own. So there is quite a bit of dust on the floor, and uh, it's quite easy to tell that the tracks are only of your origin. Well, no other tracks in here, so I don't think anybody's come through here to get into the cave, so maybe there is no trigger. Maybe we just explore. Yeah. I'll start I, shoving open the door. Well, sl slowly, slowly. As stealthily as possible. 
so as not to make noise. But that's the problem. If you, if you do the door really slowly, sometimes that makes the most creaking. Okay, you open the door slowly, um, and there is a bit of a creak from unoiled uh, un hinges. And as, as you exit the room into, uh, you find yourself in a short, disused hallway. While not overly apparent within the room, this hallway hangs heavy with humidity. The hallway runs down the outside of a building, and there are windows at regular intervals along the outside wall. These windows have been long ago shattered with vines and creepers intruding into the building. The plants make themselves at home along the floor of the building. At each end of the hallway, uh, at the end of the hallway is another doorway. It looks to be boarded up. This, in no way does this look like the tower that we were at previously, the haunted one. Oh no, a completely uh, different uh, design from what you can tell. This seems to be wood, whereas the wizard's tower was stone. Both fairly dilapidated, though, with the uh, vines and creepers coming into this one. So with the vines and creepers, does that mean there's... So you said there are windows? Yes. Okay, I'll I'll uh, kind of creep my way up to a window and take a look outside. Okay, so you stick your head out. Um, the humidity that was present in the hallway hits you uh, like a punch to the face uh, as you poke your head outside. Um, it's certainly a, a climate that you're not used to coming from the northern wastes and spending most of your time in Medania. This is a lot hotter than what you're expecting. Um, you hear a sound of rushing water, and also um, you get the feeling, a sound of music in the distance. And I think this is a good spot uh, for a break. So we might pause it here uh, and then pick it up after our five-minute break. You are listening to Ad Lib and D. Now let's get back to the adventure. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. So um, after that uh, quick break, um, the party finds themselves have been teleported um, to a completely different locale um, and uh, trying to explore their new surroundings. So um, when last we left, Wabani stuck his head out and um, found a sound of rushing water and uh, a faint uh, bit of music. And I'll take it uh, take it back to you guys. So the singing. There Just was music. Outside, I heard. You can turn back time. Something like that. I don't know. Sounded like sure, music. Surely not. Oh. <laughs> right, so we go in guns blazing. We just destroy anything in that room. This is clearly <laughs> evil. Just briefly. Clearly. The, the hills were alive. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. This goes so far. Uh, hey, so I was, was I, was that by sticking my head out the window or is that just me peeking around the corner of the window that oh, I that's heard just, that? just you're, you're sticking your head out. Okay. So I, 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 I draw myself back into the room and I was like, well, well, it's hot as hell out there. A lot of woodlands and I heard music. Hmm. Very strange. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's too hot actually. Bloody hell. I can hardly breathe in that heat. This humidity is going to be terrible for my hair. I don't know, actually. Jace, your hair looks um, kind of like it shines a little bit more. It's my hair all frizzy. 
It's kind of fused a little bit with that uh, acid slash, but it's otherwise all right. I mean, you weren't eating a trim anyway, hun. Just go bold, Jace. It's a much better look. I think you'd look much better without hair. You have so much to learn about fashion. I've never had a drop of hair in my entire life, and I'm quite fine. I just get sunburnt really easy. By, By the way, what time of day is it? Um, make a intelligence check. An intelligence check? Yeah. I looked out the window. Oh, there you go, natural 20. Well, I mean, if, if you rolled, say, a 2, you know it's daylight, and so it's day. But um, you're asking for what time of day. Um, so with a natural 20, um, the the way the sun is positioned, um, it, it feel, and the way it feels, it, it seems like uh, afternoon sometime. Possibly pushing past three o'clock or so. It's it's three twelve in the afternoon, guys. I know. Ja- on, on January the first. Yes, I. That's right. Exactly that. I know. I'm very confident on that one. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I'm just sure. Did your goddess tell you this? Uh, no. I mean, she doesn't talk to me. And then when 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 uh, Alarak says that, I, it stops me dead. And I'm stuck. I am um, lost in thought. Come on, now's really not the time to you know, induce existential angst. But in this but, poor man, let let's just proceed. He's going to have enough stress if he gets sunburned. And that that's enough to shake me out. Oh God, no, not the sun. Ugh, me and the sun, we don't get along. What do you do when you end up in a sunny place? Do you have like a special set of robes? I try not to be in the sun. I try to find shade. It's kind of funny because you don't work well in the shade either because you can't see. Well, you see, really, there's why, nowhere that suits you. You see that that's why I wear these robes and I pop up my cowl over my head. So wood elves um, tan fairly deeply, don't they? Is that right, Atua? Um, Yeah, we certainly some of them would would be rather well tanned. Yes. Your skin kind of sparkles a little bit, Jace. Why is that? Uh, it's uh, one of my secrets. I'll uh, fill you in later if uh, you show a sufficient dedication to your appearance. Right. Okay. Sure. Sure. I, I was kidding about the sparkle bit, though. It doesn't. It's just sweat. No, you have to join Team Jace, and then he'll tell you more. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, this this place doesn't look like... I mean, look, there's the dust on the floor, the vines everywhere. I don't think anybody's lived here for quite some time. It does seem that way. Um, Famous last words, though. Well, I mean, to be honest, though, if you were doing a magical porthole backdoor entrance to somewhere where you didn't want anyone to find out about, surely ruins would be pretty much where you'd set it up, right? Yeah, but uh, we're, we're looking for Feldisha. There was no tracks here. None. Wait, Ooh. you said teleport? Do you think it trans? we went in time as well as distance? Is I thought it was possible? like that. 
Yeah, I thought it was just that time thing, like in that wizard's tower. You, you can have actually teleported. I thought those were just really vivid, lucid dreams that hurt. Well, we were inside a mountain, and now we're somewhere hot outside. So, probably, unless the mountain formed around us, we haven't moved back in time. I'm going to give Riki a pinch. Roll, roll the d4. <laughs> Riki or me? Uh, Bobani, roll a d4. You, you take one point of bludgeoning damage. I do? Or Riki? No, no. Well, after the pinch. No, just kidding. Bindi, Bindi nips his ear and takes a dump on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Bindi, uh, just making sure that we're all awake. Isn't there a handy little squirrel sound effect that you feel would channel with Bindi's <laughs> mood right now? I, I just have a feeling you... I have a feeling it's out there somewhere. That's she, exactly right. Thank you, Bindi. You seem so angry. What, what do you think she said? You don't want to know. It, I think it... You know, looking in Ricky's my book... Ricky's been teaching it the worst words. I have. I have. I think she might have just called you... Sweet and sour chicken balls. Oh, God. Dear. But that sounds actually delicious, but she shit me <laughs> and shit on me. I don't think it's a compliment in squirrel. Yeah, no. She probably gives her diarrhea. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, I think we're awake. So, um, should we go through that other door? Yep, um, after I've applied a bandage to myself. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right, all better. Let's keep going. Okay, so you approach the door. It's uh, certainly boarded up. Um, it looks to have been like this for a long time. Alaric could pro probably um, flex his muscle and, and uh, break it down, though. I mean... I'm thinking of doing it, but do we want to break down? Clearly, there's something back behind here that someone's boarded it up to keep out. If if we're going to go into every boarded room, maybe we should take preparations. Should They've we boarded it up? Well, the, the boarding looks like it's come from the other end. You you notice that like on the other side. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's not um because the way I I had it pictured, I thought. It was trying to keep something out from the room we were in. No, yeah, it's, it's the other way around. It's a bit, it's a bit okay. hard to describe. I got you, I got you. Well, in that case, I'll just break it down. How, how old does it look? The the actual door or the building or? Yeah, the the, the door with the boarded the the wood. Like, I imagine in my mind, I'm thinking the door would look slightly older than the wood. I'm trying to get an idea and an estimate of how much, how long. That might have been boarded up. Okay. Um, make a history check. Actually, sorry. Uh, make a nature check. Because you're, you're trying to interpret um, how these pieces of wood age. That would be an eight. Um, so, unlike your um, understanding of what time of day it is, um, all you can tell is long time. Well, that was all for naught. 
is there a, a, though we could go through that door or we could just jump out the window how many floors are we up it was at the ground floor when uh wabani stuck his head out oh i suppose that's an option as well we can just hop out that window and go around the door but maybe there's maybe there's methods of further funding our way to get back to your home on the other side of that door so i don't know um and i, I will uh, take one of the coins out that uh from my purse or my purse i don't got a purse, like, it's pouch canon. it's <laughs> canon now <laughs> <laughs> well there we go freudian slip and my purse and um I'll flip it in the air, and it, it'll just happen to be the the one that Alarak gave me. It'll be that one of the platinum pieces. <laughs> okay, it uh, spins in the air and uh, lands as a head. Oh, I, I meant to say uh, heads. We go through the door. Tails. We go through the window. So uh, we go through the door. All right, I'll start breaking it down. You guys get stuff ready to attack. <laughs> All right. Uh, can I get you to uh, make a athletics check, please, Alarak? As a 19. So Jeez. you step back a bit uh, and then do a, a running shoulder charge into the door and the wood uh, is relatively old and it splinters into uh, a, a large number of pieces. You, you continue on in your um, aggressive charge and uh, slam into a, a nearby uh, tree um, and sort of bounce off it a little bit, feeling a slightly dazed. Well done, but The door is no more. Yes, an Alarek Chateau, exactly. As as you guys um, have a look around and exit this this uh, doorway, you find that it's only a small building. It seems to be uh, built on the edge of a uh, fast-running uh, river in the middle of what seems to be a jungle of some sort. The, the heat that you felt before is uh, a, a lot more intense out in the open. Um, and uh, this building is built on the edge of the river, and there is a, a steep riverbank leading up. Um, and the music that was faint before is a little bit louder now and seems to be um, coming from uh, above that riverbank or the does, rest of the river. Does the building have any shape that we might recognize? Like it, like it doesn't look like a, a water mill type building or something? It just seems to be an old storeroom, although um, the architecture to you seems extremely foreign. Does, speaking of to him looking extremely foreign, does the nature and the environment look at all familiar to Alarak? Um, make, uh, so compared to your homeland? Yeah. Make a history check. That's an 18. Wow, that's not a bad roll. Um, you um, s stand and think for a time, and while you're aware of some jungles um, in your home uh, country, this certainly doesn't seem to be reminiscent of uh, of what you've been uh, you're aware of. Um, most of your your home country is um, deserts and um, and boiling sands with a, a little bit mm -hmm. of uh, tropical on the coastline, but um, this seems to be like a completely different place. Riki's done a fair bit of travel over the years. Does she recognize this place? Uh, you can make a history check as well. 
Okay, so that's a 20. Okay, you, you don't recognize this place immediately, but um, from the location, it certainly seems to be a place that would be quite uh, like quite a bit further south than the um, the tall sovereign, because most of the tall sovereign is a, a temperate zone, and this is definitely a hot, steaming jungle. So, well, guys, we're in the jungle. But you know what? I can hear music and we're looking for a musician. So I have a bit of a feeling. I don't like it here. It is really too hot. Poor, poor Chase. I mean, you've got a magician, right? A, a musician right next to you and it's completely ignored. It's a little offensive, really. I know, I know. Think of it as character building. There's not th this door. It just led outside. There was there, there was no other room, so this building was just boarded up for some reason. An old building on the river. So well, they boarded it up to keep things from coming the way we were coming from. Maybe we should keep... burn it down. It might be the way back. How about? Do you want to get stuck here? We find out a little bit more about the locals before we start torching the buildings. We learn a little bit more. Okay. Then well, we torch. There's, there's, Got it. I guess that seems like a smart idea. Okay. Well, there we go. Towards the music, I guess. You went towards the light last time. Now you're going towards the music. It's all maybe, fine. Yeah, maybe we in should... Every, uh, in every folktale and every myth, following the strange... Music is always a good idea. We should do that. Let's go. <laughs> Maybe I we think should, that we uh, should disguise ourselves. Exactly. I was just going to say that as a band of traveling revelers. Oh, I was going to say just use the mud from the river. Okay, we're a bunch Fourth of traveling up. revelers who've fallen over into the mud in our revelry. Well, what would you be disguising yourself of? I, I, as I was by like covering yourself in mud, by the way. I was, well, it's hot, and I was thinking camouflage. I think we're looking for people, not not hiding from the predator. <laughs> I'm not sure what that is, but uh, it, look, it's really hot. That's all I got to say. Oh, you, you think this is a bad idea? I don't know say, as uh, he's already dived into the mud. <laughs> No, no, you do, you do that, and um, Jason and I will be over here being revelers. I, I, I won't dive into the mud, but I'll, I'll definitely put the mud on my exposed skin, and uh, and I'll, 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 I'll as an offhand, I'll say, uh, Jace, uh, I could probably mend uh, your your shirt there. That would be most welcome. Uh, please, thank you. Uh, I said I probably. I'm still upset that you took the boar back. Well, you lied to me. Uh, well, semantics. I thought, look, but the, but, never mind. And I try to mend his shirt. Okay. So, um, as Wabani is uh, concentrating on the uh, magical effects from uh, Donaru, the uh, shirt uh, magically emits together. Um, and uh, takes on it, the appearance it was before. Uh, as he uh, 
pulls his hand away. Uh, it looks like it did before. Unfortunately, there's a, a mud stain on the side of it now, though. Oh, prestigitation will uh, take care of that. <laughs> there's also, um, as, as Jace turns around to start heading up, uh, there's also a mud stain on his back that he didn't notice. Yes. <laughs> I smile. And I okay. put a bit more mud on my 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 forearms and my my cheeks and head. Okay, so uh, you guys heading up the, up to the uh, riverbank uh, crest? Yes. Well, unless Riki's getting disguised. No, no, Riki's expressing that she's a reveler. That isn't isn't mud covered? Okay, so as you as you top uh, as you crest the top of the riverbank, the the vista before you is breathtaking and so very foreign. Buildings rise two or three stories high for the most part and are made of fine wood. Um, the architecture is like nothing you have ever seen. To look at these buildings seem perfectly symmetrical. The wooden walls contain endless flowing murals of farm life, magical beasts, and other compelling images, all tastefully done and expertly rendered. The large tile roofs look to float on top of the buildings, and the edges of these roofs curl up with fascinating-looking plant artwork appearing where two of the roofs meet at a corner. Taking your eyes away from the housing, you notice that um, the people here... Um, so you've sort of walked on top of the crest, and then there's like a, a, a main road here. So you notice that the people here are almost all wood elves, with a, splat- a spattering of, half el- of halflings and humans. The elves are dressed in flowing robes of almost every colour. Beautiful images are printed or embroidered into the clothing, which depict similar scenes to the murals. The few halflings and humans are wearing a dark blue robe uh, that is only adorned with the white writing along the collar. The people here seem to be going about their daily business, but when you appear, they look to you uh, in a mixture of shock and fear. Ooh. What do you guys do? Uh, I try and blend into the environment because I've got my camouflage on. Me too. We're not in tour. Where the hell are we? Chase um, sees the wood elves and uh, uh, decides to address them in Elvish and uh, calls out uh, Hell, friends, and well met. Um, So you you approach, I'm assuming you approach uh, one of the uh, people there the the um, a elderly male wood elf uh, looks to you and um, sees and goes, "Get away from me, you half breed!" and sort of uh, turns and uh, moves off. And um, you, you notice that uh, a large uh, group of the uh, elves seem to be uh, keeping a, a large distance from you and moving away. Oh, that's quite hurtful. He's just jealous because he's not pretty, Jace. He's just jealous. You're probably right. Okay. So you guys are uh, doing anything? You're just standing there while people are running away from you? Well, let's just go and see where the music's coming from. Okay. So the music uh, seems to be coming from uh, a building down down the road. Um, it looks to be some sort of tavern. Um, it's a, a mixture of... Uh, of uh, of string instruments and uh, some uh, woodwind instruments, um, but uh, if you are approaching the music, um, it doesn't take long before you hear the uh, loud clanking of armor, uh, 
and you notice a, uh, a large group of guards approaching. Now, question, because we are full camoed, can they actually see us? Make it make a stealth check. <laughs> with ultra disadvantage. <laughs> Natural 20. With, 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 with disadvantage. Oh, fudge. Can I 16. make any uh, uh, modifications to my parents to make me look uh, either purely human or purely elf? Um, you could possibly do that with a uh, viewer disguise elf spell, uh, but uh, doing anything else would uh, take time. Okay. All right, I might cast Disguise Elf and um, make myself look like um, one of the revelers that we saw. Well, not not exactly the same, but the sort of same sort of clothes and same sort of uh, uh, just style and appearance. Okay, so you're disguising yourself as uh, one of the Wood Elves. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So the um, as as the group of guards approach, um, they um, see. Jace standing there, uh, disguised as one of the uh, wood elves, and um, they they look to you and go, "Halt! Why why are these people uh, roaming free?" Um, Jace says, uh, "Sorry, just one quick quick question. This you said all of this is being spoken in Elvish. It'll be all in Elvish, yes." Okay. Jace turns to them and says. I needed some work done, and these were the best that were available to me. I can't begin to tell you about the day I've had. Joe starts complaining about uh, a whole host of minor inconveniences. What what what, what do you actually say? Like minor inconveniences, such as? So, oh well, you know my uh, well my servants, uh, you know they. Uh, uh, burnt my breakfast and uh, laid out the wrong set of clothes for me this morning. It was diabolical. And um, Rinky just bows down and sa- in, in also in Elfish says, I'm so terribly sorry, Master. We try our best, but as inferior creatures, you can't expect this much of us, surely. Listen, um, what what is your name? Um, so, uh, Jace, Jace's name, uh, I mean, he's half Elvish. W- would it be an Elvish, would that be a, a, an Elvish name, perhaps? I, it could be. You could, uh, say it's a Wood Elvish name. Yeah. Uh, my, my name is Jace Nilo. Perhaps you've heard of me? No, we've not heard of a, a Jace Nilo before. Listen, um, we'll have to take you uh, back to the uh, back to the uh, garrison to uh, discuss uh, what uh, these foolish uh, servants are doing out here at the moment. They they are certainly not set up the way they should be. No, I don't think so. I am very busy and uh, I've suffered a sufficient, a sufficient inconvenience already today. These are under my charge. They've been uh, given to me for two years and. Uh, Please, just, uh, if you could let this slip, and, uh, it would be most appreciated. Make a persuasion check. 
with disadvantage. Oh, <laughs> a roll of 11. Uh, he rolled a two. Um, and uh, the guards seem to ignore you going, well, I don't know. I don't know you. You have a, an unusual name and you will do as you're told. Just just as he's talking, uh, another wood elf uh, dressed in. Uh, how is he dressed? Uh, he uh, seems to be um, so. This wood elf stands about five foot eight tall, uh, well built, well built frame, smooth, uh, and he has smooth, swift motions. Uh, his chestnut hair sits loose and falls to almost his shoulder. It's hard to determine his age, but he looks to be middle years at least. Uh, he's wearing loose fitting robe of green with uh, blue embroidery, and he holds himself like someone of importance. He sort of uh, steps out of the uh, crowd and goes, "Oh, they're with me, uh, gentlemen." Um, if you uh, don't mind, I'd like to uh, take them back to my uh, humble abode and uh, deal with them in in manner I see fit. And uh, the guard looks um, in anger at being told that being talked to that way. But then, as he notices this gentleman's face, uh, he sort of uh, looks in shock and then looks down and says, "Oh, I, I'm sorry, uh, Zentei. Um, if they are under your uh, under your uh, guard, then." We we will uh, be of uh, we we will let you go. Excellent. Um, um, let's let's go, gentlemen. There seems to be a false alarm. And uh, the uh, guards turn and leave. And then um, Zinte looks to you and goes, "So, what should I uh, make of this group?" It just does a uh, a formal bow and says, "Uh." Jason Nilo at your service. I see. And um, and who is that? He points to the uh, forest gnome. Um, Jason says, uh, 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 this is Riki, uh, an associate of mine. I uh, believe uh, we can dispense with the pretense. And and those two mud golems over there, did you create them yourself? <laughs> uh, they are uh, 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 enjoying a frolic. Uh, it's Wabani uh, and Alaric. You named them. How fascinating! Well, um, I think it best if we uh, move back to my house. Um, any more exposure, and uh, I think we might have a uh, bit of a panic going on. So if you uh, would like to uh, follow me, please. Uh, very well. Lead of the way. So you guys following him? Jace, did you just... I, I heard my name in there, because I was assuming that was one of the Did you just reveal our positions? <laughs> um, uh, Jace switches back to common and says... Uh, <laughs> he saw you already. Uh, Impossible. Up. Impossible. <laughs> we were extremely well hidden. I, in fact, that's I, I, probably the best job I've ever did at hiding. Yes, Where well, we maybe try, try harder next time. Where the hell are we? And, and what promises are you making? 
he's he's done a good job in um, in, in in trying to keep us safe as best we can. This is fairly hostile territory. I'd suggest that we uh, follow the man who's trying to lead us out from public public eye. It's our best chance of uh, remaining free. And where the hell are we? That I don't I have know. No idea. It seems very racist. We need to get out of sight. This seems to be uh, perhaps down south. This is the deep racist south. <laughs> oh. oh. I hate racism. I know it well. I think you'll find it's probably more speciesism, but anyway. Been ostracized all my life. I don't do well with this. I grab my hungamanga. Zint, Zint, Zinte looks to um, the, the group and goes, Come on, don't carry. Listen, um, Jace, is it? Can you tell your mud golem to put away his weapon? He won't need it here, and it will just cause more issues. Jace turns to Ubani um, and Alarak and says, uh, he's, he's asking that you put your weapons away. Um, we don't want to spook the uh, natives. I look up to the heavens. Donaru. I'm going to trust this, Jace, this time. And I'll reseat my, my hungamanga on my belt. Scowling. Are you got <laughs> that no one can see because you're covered in mud. That's right. <laughs> it's a very good scowl, though. Uh, so you guys are following Zinte? As stealthily as possible. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, we are. You know, it would it would work a bit better if the uh, the houses were all brown, but you know, the fact that they have murals all over them uh, kind of gives away your position. It is the mud is the mud that they've packed on themselves, drying out and leaving chunks behind as they as they walk <laughs> along as well. A little bit, yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and it and um, from what you can tell, Wabani's uh, pile of mud smells a little bit. Uh, Pugnant um, compared to what Alaric dove into, so he might have found a rather fragrant patch or pungent. Anyway, are you um, saying it wasn't mud? <laughs> <laughs> I would be saying that. No, you can make your own own decisions on that. You're a shit golem, not a mud golem. Oh Jesus! That sounds okay, a lot so... like um. I can't remember the, that movie. Anyways, yeah, that's exactly what I'm referencing. Zinte uh, leads you on for about half an hour, and um, as you follow the wood elf, um, this you, you find yourself in some sort of exotic, uh, large city. Um, you, you get the feeling that the city is bigger than Modanio, um, and everywhere you look, it seems to go on um, through the jungle for for great distances. That abandoned building you found uh, was abandoned because it was next to the, the river from what you could tell and they didn't need to use it anymore, um, possibly due to flooding and such. But um, after a little while he, he brings you to a, a fine looking four story building that's, that's slightly better than uh, its compatriots and what you've seen in general um, and uh, leads you not through the front door but uh, down a side 
entrance and uh, in through the back. And what you find yourself in is a, a small courtyard um, after, after progressing through a couple of uh, internal uh, hallways, you find yourself in a small courtyard. The uh, garden here is impeccable, and uh, unlike the buildings, which are perfectly symmetrical and, uh, and uh, keenly made, this garden seems to flow freely um, with uh, beautiful uh, trimmed plants and such. It, it is quite a sight to behold. But um, as as you're admiring the garden, Zinte sort of turns around and goes, "Well, what do I do with you two? Oh, you're f you four exactly. Um, you can shed that mud now. I don't think um, that is fooling anyone." I say, in "Who are you talking say, to?" Say, yeah, look confused. Is the name Feldisher York familiar to you? Are you saying that in Elven? Yes. Um, no. Uh, there is no... I am not aware of any Feldisha York. Um, do those two people not speak Elvish? I fear they don't. Um, do you speak common? I don't know what you're talking about. Elvish is common. <sighs> well, can you tell them to please get rid of that mud that they're wearing? Jace waves his hand and casts prestigitation and cleans off the mud and says and I, to... I, when the mud drops off, I quickly try to gather it up and put it back on my skin. No, <laughs> Jace! The sun! Uh, Jace says, uh, our host is concerned about uh, you uh, soiling his property. Uh, let's uh, be good guests. Uh, it was, things are still a little precarious. You don't understand. I burn easy. It hurts. It just just as you guys are discussing this, um, a small uh, cloud appears above, above both Alarak and Wabani, and a short, sharp shower uh, drenches you both, um, and the, the mud washes away from you. Like, well, that was That's just rude. Don I'll say in Orkish. <laughs> right. Well... Now, what to do with you? You certainly don't seem to be locals, but maybe you could be of use. We're, in fact, not entirely sure where we are. Uh, we arrived here through some magical mishap, and uh, we're at a little of a disadvantage. Is that so? Well, that could be quite fortuitous, yes, indeed. You have found yourselves in the great empire's city of Zijun. This city has been here for years, and um, it is the heart of the uh, heart of the uh, great empire. This this empire uh, this city is um, designed to uh, further the uh, scientific arts as as um, we have used the scientific arts to great benefit. Now, um, how good are you with those weapons? He sort of looks to um, the crossbow and the hungamunga, as well as the glaive that um, you, your group is wearing. 
Jay says, uh, we, uh, can hold our own. We've, uh, had to, uh, use them a little bit lately, and we, uh, arrived here after, uh, hunting some kidnappers, uh, that had attacked, uh, a, uh, a famous performer in our, uh, home city. I see. Well, maybe you certainly will be of use. You see, I could possibly get you back where you have came from, but I think um, a bit of quid pro, quo, uh, quid pro quo is in order. If you are able to retrieve a certain item for me, uh, then um, I can see it fit to uh, return you. And, uh, item the item. Wolf with a harp. <laughs> what? No, not nothing simple like that. What I am interested in is the antler antler crown. And I take it the current uh, owner of the antler crown would not be keen to relinquish it. Let's just say, um, if I were to have access to that, then my options open up. What is it those two are talking about? I, I do not understand them. Uh, the uh, uh, my, my short-statured friend is uh, translating what you're uh, saying for the benefit of uh, our uh, two compatriots. I see. Well... Tell them to keep quiet. Their chattering is annoying. It's just turns to the others and says, uh, I'll fill you in on this later. Uh, our, uh, our host is uh, getting a little surly. Of course, snooty. our most snooty McSnooty pants. elvish overlords. And I'll do a fake bow. Make a performance check. He can't understand a freaking thing you say. Say what you like, really. And from the other side of the garden, I'm like, you're an asshole. That's a four. He sort of raises his nose at you, but um, that says says nothing at the uh, performance. The, the bow is, is uh, quite uh, overblown and, uh, and a little bit clumsy, but uh, as you slip on the bit of the wet mud. But... Um, he doesn't seem to take offence. I was trying to cause offence. It was a facetious bow. Okay. He he certainly doesn't seem to um, think that um, someone such as yourself would be able to do anything better. So I, wow. I, I've been having a bit of a think about this, says Riki in Elvish, to mm. Lord... Zinte's McSnooty pants. Um, and I'm wondering if you don't know where we're from and you can't speak common, how can you possibly know enough to send us back there? Let's just say I have access to the proper arcane arts to send people back and forth. But to do it, I need it to be my, make it worth my while. Of course, I can set you free if that's what you'd like, but you would just be picked up by the guards again. And let me just say, people such as yourselves, dressed as you are, wouldn't last long. 
So, uh, how are we to uh, roam free to conduct this business for you without interference from the guards? I have my ways. All I'm interested in is your agreement. Does that mean you've got lots of those spare blue garments for us that we could use? Possibly. I might have some sort of magical assistance that could well and truly um, not require you to wear those things. Ooh, I've always wanted to see what I'd look like as an elf. How about you, Wabani and Alarak? Oh, God, no. No chance. Mm. Lose all my good looks? Chase turns to uh, the others and says, he wants us to get uh, a a crown for him. Uh, There's probably going to be some fighting involved. He's given us not much detail, but it does seem to be the only option we've got. Is it fighting deal? Ask him if the clothes will keep me cool and is it safe to eat this fruit? What do you say, Jace? Uh, Jace says, uh, yes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you so, saying that to me as an answer to my questions? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm like, oh, okay, Alaric, if if if, he's, if they provide us clothes to keep me cool, that's fine by me. And then I start, I take a bite out of the fruit. And um, are we fighting elves? Because if so, I'm in. As, <laughs> as you take a bite out of the fruit, which is extremely sour to taste um zinte goes i wouldn't well never mind um (laughs) can jace can you tell him that that fruit needs to be cooked first before it's edible oh such barbarians (laughs) (laughs) Uh, jace says wait wait you were supposed to cook it first i don't know you're gonna eat it right now Oh, thanks, Jace. Thanks. And I take a couple more, put them in my backpack. So, do we have agreement? I think we do. Right, well, maybe I can give you a bit of background so you can actually understand what you're doing. That music that you were hearing before is because there is a large group of bards in here at the moment. It's a bardic fellow. Uh, festival to celebrate um, a most stupendous of occasions, the wedding of our two new dragons. Now, one of the wedding gifts is that what, which is what I'm seeking, the antler crown. And I need you guys to get in there, steal it, and bring it back to me. Hopefully, you won't have to fight anything. But let's just say things could get hairy, and so I need to know that you can handle yourselves. Um, well, I, th- I think we, we're capable of that. Uh, may I uh, e- explain the scenario to my compatriots? Oh, hey, wait a minute. We're the Dodgy Brothers, so let's see some... Uh... We don't take things without uh, getting something first. 50%. And I want those clothes to keep me cool. Joe says, um, <laughs> uh, So, uh, that, this, this sounds like it's a, 
it's, it certainly sounds like it's within our capabilities. Uh, it also sounds like it's a very um, uh, very high risk you're asking us to take. Um, now, uh, the assistance getting home would certainly be welcome, but perhaps you could uh, sweeten the pot a little. Yeah. I, I interrupt Jace before he finishes, and I'm, Jace, Jace, wait, wait. Politi po politics, maybe if they also agree to go to war with Lord and Livy and get Cordwin Brown out of the way. Jace uh, refrains from uh, translating any of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't see yourselves as being in a position to negotiate, but maybe I can spare some coin if that is what you're after. Coin is always welcome, or uh, uh, any other objects of value, or magic? Well, if you do find an object of value as you progress through, they're yours to keep. I can possibly provide you with maybe a hundred gold each. But that is as far as I'm going. And please don't try my patience. Okay, so Jace turns to the others and says it's offering a hundred gold each. And, uh, I think this is best offer. What, what about the clothes to keep me cool? It's, you can buy a lot of clothes with a hundred gold. I, I'm not looking for just regular clothes. I need clothes to keep me cool. It's hot. Is your is your friend there all right? He seems to be a bit exasperated. He's feeling the heat. I point to my arm. It's already getting sunburnt. <sighs> One moment, and then you see him turn and uh, flick of a wrist, and um, he whispers something. Uh, after about five minutes, uh, another wood elf, uh, actually a, a halfling, comes out dressed in that same garb you've seen before, the dark blue clothes. He seems to be carrying uh, some dark blue robes of his own and um, walks up to uh, Zinte. Zinte speaks with him quietly, and then that halfling walks up to you, Wabani, holding these clothes. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then I, I find a place, a discreet place to go and change. Okay, so these, these robes are not as fine as what Zinte is wearing. They're, they're made of mainly cotton from what you can tell. But um, they're, they're light um, and uh, seem to accept the breeze while keeping off the sun. Oh, that's that's much better. Uh, well, okay, Jace, I'm, that, that's a little bit help, help uh, helps me quite a bit. That makes me feel a lot better. Ah, good job. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I'm glad I have your approval. I, well, I just hope you understand. I don't know if you've ever been sunburned in your life, but fuck, it hurts. I blister. So Sounds what, what, what are you supposed to do? Well, he's uh, about to give us the details, I think, but there's a wedding. Uh, we need to steal one of the gifts. It's just dragons. I heard dragons. I'm saying that in common. Dragons? Oh, oh yeah, he, he did mention a dragons, yes. 
So what you guys know of dragons is they're myths. They're not real. So it could be a symbolic dragon wedding. Oh, they're probably talking about dragonborns. Ah. Okay. So well. um, Zinte looks up and goes, Is he all right? He seems to be not uh, gesticulating much anymore. He's much more comfortable now. Uh, thank you uh, once again. Right. Well, do we have a deal, or am I sending you off as you are? We do indeed have a deal. Excellent. Okay. Well, um, I will um, just get you to um, shake my hand, and we will be on with the details. Before Jace does it, when it looks like Jace is about to shake his hand without spitting in it, Wobani uh, goes to spit in Jace's hand first. Jace uh, snatches his hand away quickly. <laughs> you, you, you can't shake hands and make a deal without spitting first. He's right. Spit in your own hand, Wobani. As, as Wobani attempts to spit in Jace's hand, uh, can I get you to make a wisdom saving throw, please? <laughs> awesome. Who? Me? No, no, Wobani. You, you feel this um, arcane energy sort of wrap around you for a moment, but uh, you shake it off. Um, and um, there's a look of annoyance and frustration in Zinte's eyes. Can you keep your servants from insulting us further, please, Jace? Haters, haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate, Wabani. What, what the hell is going on here? Are we making a deal or what? Well, Barney, it doesn't seem to be their local custom to spit before shaking oh. hands. Well, that's just uncivilized. It is. Very. Who does that? I back off and I just go stand by Alarak. So Jace, as you, Jace gets a free handshake. <laughs> as, as you shake his hand, you feel a, a, a tickle of some sort of electrical current running through you. Uh, just briefly. And um, you realize that he's cast some sort of spell on you um, while, while you were shaking his hand. Um, did, and he, did I see? Like, was I aware of any of that? Um, well, were you looking when he was having his hand checked? No. Then you would have missed it. Um, and um, you feel this uh, compulsion, Jace, um, to do as he... Uh, Intends. Mm, right. Um, do I uh, know any more details about that? Like any little any loopholes or details that I can exploit? <laughs> 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 no, not currently. Um, he goes, uh, but Zinte looks at you and goes, "Excellent. Right. Well, now that we've shook on it, um, I see that you will definitely not be backing out, unless, of course." You feel that a, a horrible death is, is what you're after. Anyway, as I was suggesting before, that compulsion that you're feeling will wash away when you retrieve that antler crown for me. Now, exactly how am I going to get you this ragtag bunch of people into the um, royal wedding? Well... I have 
an idea, and I think it'll be a, a useful one. Um, I can cast a spell to disguise you as uh, anything I desire, and and I'm thinking that it might be useful to uh, disguise you as a group of um, servants who are working um, as uh, caterers for this uh, wedding, which should get you close enough in to um, the uh, room where this antler crown is stored. Does that seem uh, sufficient um, to you, Jace? Well, um, servants uh, certainly get a lot of access, but... uh... Would someone with more rank perhaps be more advantageous? I certainly don't think you are aware of our customs and would uh, be able to uh, pull that off with any success. But uh, do you disagree? Well, uh, certainly it's true we're unaware of your customs, but uh, its servants are just as beholden to customs as the uh, the nobles and in, in fact uh, you know uh, poor banners in a uh, noble is mere eccentricity whereas uh, uh, such a slip from a servant could be uh, taken much more uh, at offense and maybe you could uh, pass yourself off as a noble but your fellows that uh, gentleman over there that attempted to spit in your hand certainly seems like the rough sort. Well, that is true. Um, but, uh, uh, do you have any classes that are uh, more rough breeding? A military type, perhaps. Are they uh, Do they get access to these uh, places? Do nobles have personal guards? I certainly don't think um, they would have the access that you require, whereas with servants, they go on unnoticed in general. Certainly, I can get you the um, access needed to get past most of the guards and into the actual room where this crown is stored. Very well. We'll take your advice in the matter. It's, uh, it's probably best, yes. Now, um, as I mentioned before, um, there is a, a great event going on. Um, here at uh, Zinshun, we are about to have the birth of our very first dragons. Um, one has come from the uh, flaming tree of Ogna, which was... Um, are a um, difficult to create, but uh, we believe um, our tests have produced a uh, valid offspring. And the other one comes from the beautiful Salai crystalline river. And, and at their birth, we will undergo the ceremony to uh, bring them together and forever be the, the guardians that we so seek. But, um, and to symbolize this, the, the antler crown is needed. But um, let me just say that antler crown is needed for other things as well. So I'm, I'm giving you this information if anyone does ask you so that you know um, the right things to say. But hopefully no one will.
Okay. Um, so you're saying that you created dragons? Yes, it was uh, rather difficult, but um, I think the uh, the results will speak for themselves. Big, scaly, breathes fire, dra- dragons. Yes, you're. I'm surprised you would know such a thing. Well, I, been, I, I thought they were a, a top secret. How would you know that? Oh, there are legends, but it's just they're just stories. There's never, never such a thing. They're, they're, there's no, they're not real. Is this a, a creature dragon, or is this a magical construct of some kind? Well, it started off as a construct, but um, we have been working to um, make it so that it is a valid, uh, valid creature that can create offspring. That's part of what this wedding is about, to make valid offspring. A valid offspring? Yes. I don't understand why you're discussing legends here. There are no legends of these beings, we've just created them. So you are creating a machine that can create other machines. This could go badly. I've heard legends of this. <laughs> it is, um, let, let's just say um, that these beings will uh, guide our race further into the future and uh, will provide the... Um, weapons we need to uh, take over any of the uh, lands and she looks pointedly at you um, Riki that uh, remain um, that remains uh, to uh, unable to uh, bend to our will what if these creatures decide that they're superior to you and create many of their own kind what if these machines rise up and take over your land that would never happen. We control them. And we, we have fail-safes in place if they ever to were to run amok. But true dragons cannot be controlled. You speak of these creatures as if you know them well. We have a great many stories of dragons where we come from. But Yes, uh... we have things called books as well. Do you know what a book is? Of course I know what a book is. You'll not find them in books, unless, of course, um, you have managed to steal some of ours, our designs. Jay starts singing one of the ballads he knows about uh, the feature dragons. Does he have something that might be on point? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, he would know several songs um, to that effect. As, as you start singing the song, uh, Zinte looks to you a little bit confused. Um, he, it, it almost looks like he has, hasn't heard this song before. Listen, Jace, um, that is a lovely voice, but um, you probably won't need it at this point in time. Now, from what I can see here at the moment, um, you guys look a little bit um, the worse for wear. I expect you um, working at your full capacity um, to be able to uh, retrieve the item for me. And I think the uh, best opportunity to get it would be tomorrow. Okay. So are you going to provide us with uh, suitable quarters where we can rest comfortably and safely? 
I think I might have one room for you all. One room only? Goodness, how can we be expected to sleep well all crowded into one room? You've seen our companions. Yes, they're a little... Uh, looking to Alarak and Wabani, they are a little um, worse for wear and uh, a little uncultured, aren't they? No, no, I just mean that surely we should all, if, if you're genuinely investing in us with this, what I'm presuming is an opportunity that's not going to come again, perhaps you should invest more than a single room. Make a persuasion check. It's a very good argument. He sort of ums and ahs for a second and goes, Very well. Two rooms, but that's the most I can spare. How about your room? What if you slept in the garden? Don't try my patience. Jay's, um... Jay says, um, so, uh, in the morning I might look slightly different, and, uh, he, uh, lets his, uh, disguise elf spell drop. Ah, yes, that is, uh, similar to the spell I was planning to use, but, um, mine will be a little bit more effective, I believe. Very well, I think I've had enough discussion with you. You will find food in your quarters um, soon, um, and I will speak to you tomorrow morning. Is there any other questions before I leave? Oh, um, our uh, our healer has uh, used the last of his uh, medicine kit. Uh, in case we uh, need to perform any field dressings, do you uh, have supplies that he could uh, restock with? Yes. Um, he... Um, I, I will get um, one of my servants to uh, provide you with a fully stocked healer's kit. Much appreciated. Very well. I will see you tomorrow morning. And with that, he sort of turns on his heel um, and walks away. Soon enough, that uh, halfling who uh, provided Wabani with the uh, clothes before returns uh, nods and sort of motions for you to uh, follow him. He doesn't seem to say okay. anything, though. I mean, from what I've heard of this task, it sounds mighty dangerous. I'm, I'm sure you negotiated a great price. I, uh, I did, I feel. Um, the, the best I could uh, get in the circumstances. I mean, the, uh, How many hundred? What are we looking hundred, at? A hundred each. Not bad. Was that the uh, halfling a slave? Yeah, I would. I would like to speak to the halfling. Um, hey, hey, can you are you able to speak with us? Are you speaking in Elvish or a different language? Uh, I can speak halfling, so I start speaking halfling. Um, he he turns to you um, with a look of surprise and. Um, just shakes his head. You, Did you say anything? You you can't talk to us, or it's not safe. Uh, he he looks back again, stops, and uh, looks to you directly, Riki, and goes, "Please don't talk. Um, it would be wiser if you uh, didn't speak." Uh, and then he sort of uh, points to his arm, and there's uh, a hor horrific uh, scars along his arm. 
then he turns and continues to walk on. Oh, could we rescue him? You could certainly try. He'll explode, <laughs> won't he, if he goes off site. <laughs> <laughs> There's no collar around his neck. <laughs> okay, so we go to our quarters. I see if I can find when, an, an extra quarter to stay in. When Jace gives us his attention, do I notice anything peculiar about his eyes? Who, the halfling's eyes? No, Jace. Um, you can make a perception check. I'm, I'm trying to see if, if he looks like he's all there. That's a 17. Uh, he seems to be all there from um, what you can tell. You uh, did a good deal on behalf of the Dodgy Brothers, Jace? Yeah, I, weren't you listening to us? I explained to Alarak before, you know, we've got a hundred gold each and uh, we've got uh, a passage home, which you know, I expect that's going to be a sizable amount of magic to do to achieve that. And uh, yeah, we're, actually, we're coming out of this on top, right? Well, it's in our hands now, but I uh, certainly uh, intend to. Reiki, would you be familiar with the magic he's going to use to get us back home? Ooh, would I be familiar with the magic? That's something I, I would need to think about. Because... Teleporting stuff. I'm interested. I think I rolled a one. <laughs> you, you've heard of um, stories uh, back when you lived in uh, Lord and Lee of uh, teleportation magic and such, but um, you can't bring anything to mind at this point in time. But I do have no a sneaking suspicion that what they're talking about raising isn't an actual real dragon. So, this this thing from I mean I've heard stories, but it's just stories. What what, what do you think? You think they're making a construct? I think they're making the idea of a dragon, but it probably isn't a real dragon. Might be a good one to talk to Donaru about, actually. Yeah. I've got thought... has Donaru been around for a long time. Yeah, uh, actually. It's kind of hot here, but maybe she's here, and I'll I'll go to like the center of the garden and uh, you know raise my hands up high and just kind of like try to let my senses out to see if I can sense anything in in like a an open prayer. Okay, make a religion check. Yeehaw! Ooh, eighteen with no with no modifiers. Okay. Um, so you, st you stand there for a little while, uh, much to the consternation of the uh, halfling who's uh, waiting on you now. But um, you, you feel a, uh, a brush of air uh, move past you um, in this in this area, which is a bit odd because you're now inside uh, one of the buildings, and um, you feel feel a sense of well-being. Um, so it's almost like Donru is there and, and following you, but. Um, it's hard for her to provide any more of a sign. I don't. I don't know, guys, but uh, you know what? I, I'm starting to think that all these years she's been talking, and I just didn't know how to hear. I, I felt the breeze. 
I don't know about talking, but you sure smell pretty. She she doesn't seem to be all here, so um, maybe we're too far, but still. I mean, look, there's walls and there was a breeze. Interesting. I, I, I don't think you're all there either, Wabani, but uh, should you we keep what, moving? Chase? Shut up. You're a jerk. <laughs> don't mess with Donaru, okay? And and I won't mess with your, uh, whatever your your harp. It's, it's a lute, thank you. Yes, yes, sure, harp, lute, same thing. You and feel a tug on your um, shoulder, Jace. With... <laughs> <laughs> um, that the halfling is trying to uh, direct you onwards. Okay. Has the halfling reached my shoulder? <laughs> okay, on your elbow. <laughs> May Chan, dude. Okay, let the let, let's let's keep moving. Okay, so, so before long, he um shows you two uh, two adjacent rooms, uh, and uh, what you find inside is uh, some uh, low slung uh, tables, um, no, uh, and some cushions. Um, and uh, some wooden doors and such. And then um, on on these tables, you see there's some unusual food is already laid out for you. Jace uh, sort of goes up and inspects it. Has a bit of a sniff. Uh, it's a certainly foreign food. You haven't seen it before, but um, it seems edible enough. Yeah, foreign food. Does any of it look like a rat? <laughs> I bet they don't have flying potatoes here. Well, that's just uncultured. That is just terrible. Uh, any... No, no rat that you can tell. There is some meat though. Uncultured elves. It is sad. They actually have meat. Okay. They Jace, have meat. Yeah. Jace grew up on the on the border down south. Does it any of it? Familiar to him at all? Uh, no, surprisingly not. Yeah. Well, should we? Um, um, I mean, so we've got this room here, uh, simple enough, fair, um, a very symmetrical place. Um, I think we should probably keep a watch. Agreed. So you're staying all in the one room, or uh, are you having separate rooms? Oh, we got separate rooms. The two got rooms. Two rooms. Uh, because uh, Riki has insisted on two rooms. I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll stay beside Alarak. Because Jace is with Riki. Okay. So, are you guys doing anything else uh, before your long rest, or uh, are you leaving it at that? Eating. Uh, yeah. Bef- uh, before the long rest, I'll I'll, I'll kind of Riki. Uh, be careful with Jace. He um, he's a womanizer. That's all right. Don't worry. Bindi will keep watch for me. She keeps me oh, out of trouble. You're right. That little <laughs> squirrel, indeed. No at, at just this point, you see uh, Bindi sitting on top of uh, Riki's shoulder and uh, sort of uh, shaking a furry little fist. <laughs> That's exactly what Bindi sounds like. So uh, before okay. we sleep, uh, Alarak wants to just take that platinum coin, the one that when he grabbed 
sort of seem to take us to this new place. Just oh, that one, turn... that one burnt to dust. Oh, that one burnt to dust. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's still going to take the one that he thinks might also be involved from the same place and just turn it over and try and ponder it. Okay. That whole teleporting thing for the next uh, till he falls asleep. Okay. Tuning to the park plan. Um, Jace is going to um, attune the wooden boar again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I created an effect for that too. Oh, and... An effect? Yeah. And... Um, so, Riki pulls out a teeny little bell and a piece of fine silver wire and spends a minute threading it around near the entrances that people would have to walk through to get into their section of the building. She says, don't worry, I will find out if anybody comes near, I, w I will be awakened. There will be an alarm. Oh, cool. Excellent. No watch. Excellent. Uh, don't think it covered your bedroom. No, it's, it's covering the hallways. Oh, okay, good, good. She's Jace. I mean, couldn't you see her walking over there? It was clearly she was covered in hallway. <laughs> Pay attention. Okay, so um, as you guys settle down for bed, I think this is probably a good time to uh, finish for tonight. Um, thank you, everyone, for uh, listening in. And um, I hope you had a good time. Remember, you can find us on Twitch, YouTube, Podbean, uh, iTunes as well, uh, Discord. See the details um, below uh, within the uh, Filthy Pig uh, Discord server or within the uh, Twitch channel. And I think we might uh, cut it off there. Thank you very much. Till next week. Thank you. Thank you. Gotcha.